0: You guys, we did it. We made it through season one of Hormone Bestie. Actually, I don't wanna say made it through because y'all, we thrived through. This season was honestly a blast and I absolutely loved it. Welcome to Hormone Bestie. I am Erin, your host and your Hormone Bestie and I'm so excited to have you here. This is the podcast for you. If you are working on your hormone health, trying to regulate your cycle, maybe trying to get pregnant now or maybe in a couple of years, but you just wanna make sure that your hormones are right on track. This is the podcast for you. I am so thankful for this space, thankful for this podcast, and thankful for you listeners for being here, listening, and supporting. Today, we are doing a season one little wrap-up and highlights, and before you freak out, yes, there will be a season two coming late October, early November, but we will be taking a break to do some interviews and come up with the best podcast ever, all of this so that you can support your hormone health and fertility in the best possible way. During this little break, I would absolutely love if you followed along with me on Instagram, where I will still be putting out lots of information and supporting you to the best of my ability. And you could even go back and listen to certain episodes, maybe take some notes. I know some of these episodes were freaking dense. They can be a lot, but of course, I would rather you have more information than not enough. So today's episode is going to be real quick. We're just going to do a little rundown of some of my highlight tips from this season. As usual, this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to be used for personalized guidance or advice. So let's get to it. A very compact version of do this and not that. Number one, eat enough. Self-explanatory. Eating enough is always the first priority. If you have questions about this one, please, please, please reach out to me. Number two, get your blood sugar balanced and under control. Don't go too long without meals and make sure that your meals are balanced with carbs, protein, and fat. And anytime you're eating a carb as a snack, make sure to add a protein. Number three, decrease your stress. Chronic stress is taking a toll on your hormone regulation, your blood sugar, and your gut health. If you take antacids or proton pump inhibitors chronically or excessively, talk to your doctor about stopping this and then talk to a dietitian, aka me or somebody else, about ways to use nutrition to support your gut health for better hormone health. Number five, start tracking your cycle and see how you feel at different times. Pay attention to patterns as these can be very helpful to notice how your cycle is affecting your energy levels and mood. Number six, use your basal body temperature, cervical fluid, and ovulation tests to track your cycle with better accuracy and determine if and when you are ovulating. Number seven, if you are in a hard season, and I know so many of us are, please reach out please reach out to the people around you and check in with them. You are worthy. You are cared for. You do not need to face everything alone. Number eight, ginger tea, chamomile tea, and magnesium are your BFFs besides me when it comes to your period cramps, pain, and hormone health. Use them wisely. Number nine, make your morning work for you. You deserve to have a calm, hormone-healthy day. Make sure that you are using it to your full advantage. Number 10, Exercise can be a beautiful way to support your hormone health and fertility. There is no one size fits all for exercise, just like nutrition. The most important thing is that you are doing what feels good and listening to your body. Number 11, strength training and resistance training can be super duper helpful for hormone health. Number 12, weight can impact your hormone health and fertility, but it's way more complicated than just gain weight or lose weight, and it's important to take into consideration the whole person, their history, and how they are going about weight changes. 13. We have to make changes from a place of self-love. 14. There are a lot of weird hormonal period and PMS symptoms. Some are sort of normal, but really, if they are interfering with your life, that is a sign that something is off. Just because painful, uncomfortable period, mood swings, and other symptoms are common does not mean that they are normal. Last one, number 15, and this is so, so important. Your cycle matters. It should be looked at when it comes to health. It's not something to write off. We have to pay attention to what's going on with your cycle because it is a determinant of health and it does make a difference in how you feel overall, but it can also be a sign that maybe something else is going on with your body. All right, y'all. I can't wait to chat with you a little bit more in a couple months. I'm sending lots of love. Please reach out if you have any questions or concerns about your hormone health or fertility. I am so excited for season two already, and I can't wait to share it with you. So make sure to follow along on Instagram. Make sure to be checking back here in late October and November for new episodes of Your Hormone Bestie. All the love and happy hormones.